It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Todd Lamb and Mike Turpin, you're going to be getting rain in Oklahoma City here before too long as the system is moving in that direction. Matter of fact, you may have already gotten some rain. How's it look over there, boys? It's clear. Out in Cash in USA, about the heart of Oklahoma City, where Mike's closer to, but out in Cash in America, not a drop yet. But I was so optimistic, I did grab my umbrella before I'm about to head out the door. I'm optimistic. <laughs> well, that's good because, I mean, it looks like, based on, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the radar this morning, uh, the Oklahoma radar, and right now it's uh, the this, this system is right at the edge of Edmond and moving into Oklahoma City. So you should get some precipitation, but it, it's kind of petering yeah. out as it's uh, moved through the area. There's not quite as much uh, intensity as there was earlier today anyway i, th- I think you you in participation not precipitation right <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no no we love water around here any kind of water we love it yeah i live in crown heights it's an inner city neighborhood it's a norman rockwell painting come to life and we got a little stream that runs through the park and a stream a lake an ocean rain i call that aquatic rejuvenation bring it on aquatic rejuvenation well, thank you mustafa thank you thank you we, thank we you, president todd lamb for letting me rant about water so i love i love crown heights by the way it's a beautiful little yes, neighborhood it is. yes thank you several people i know live there and it's there's a good there, there's a really good methodist church there crown heights united methodist church and well, hey, the, the westminster presbyterian church too hey we just had our fourth of july parade and uh, we celebrated America's 247th birthday right here in Crown Heights. We so, have, you know, neighborhoods. That's what makes America great, was neighborhoods. It kind of, was it kind of like a neighborhood parade? Indeed it was. Come on, man. We had a parade and we had a picnic. I was dressed, I was dressed up like Uncle Sam. Really? I just told you more than you ever wanted to know about my life. Oh, boy. I, I think you'd make a great Uncle Sam. You, <laughs> Hear me now, believe me later. I think Turpin can pull it all off. Turpin's a man, a man for all seasons, a man for all people. You know, from Santa Claus at Sears, uh, working his way through law school and college, I think, to present-day Uncle Sam. He's, he's a man for all people. Hey, speaking of water, I want to give a shout-out to some local listeners. Harold, uh, yesterday I was on the phone with Jimmy Harrell, uh, talking about some education issues, and he was with Lake Carpenter, who's a Russo region. Jimmy Harrell's an A&M region, OSU region. Lake Carpenter, a Russo region. And they were out actually working on a water well, I think, on Lake's ranch. Uh, so I talked to them in Weatherford just yesterday, and I hope they got that water well issue fixed, repaired, dug, whatever they were doing, since it's raining out there now. Well, yeah, I should. Hopefully they got that done. Those guys are hard workers. Uh, Jimmy puts in more time than anybody I know, so uh, <laughs> Yeah, he loves to work cattle. He he loves to work cattle too. Well, guys, uh, Browns the big top news story. Browns Bakery looks like it's going to stay open, or at least move to a new location. That's the top story in the Daily Oklahoma today. (laughs) Are you excited? I noticed that. I am. My wife is. My granddaughter is. Rentiera Turpin. My granddaughter loves that bakery. Mm mm mm. Got to save it. Uh, I I my I used to stop by there occasionally. You know where I lived during the legislative time of my life uh, was not but about four blocks from there. So I enjoyed that. Hey, not to get back to business, but Anthony Moore is our guest on Flashpoint this week. Wow! Well, that's from good. Beckham, from Custer, from Roger Mills Counties. Anthony Moore is our guest on Flashpoint this week. I just want you to have that local news. And uh, so, what, what's he going to talk about? Who knows? Whatever he <laughs> no, we're going to talk about education. From the kindergarten to the PhD level, we'll probably work in President Todd Lamb and UCO just a little bit. 
So, Todd, this was your first uh, week at UCO. Tell us, how's it going? Well, it's, it's going well. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's, um, uh, it's any first week at a new uh, wonderful opportunity like this is great. But think about this. You know, the fiscal year starts on Saturday, so that's kind of the official day, which is a Saturday. Uh, first day in the office is a Monday, Tuesday, the 4th of July. So it's a little bit of a herky, jerky start. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all, but um, I've had a lot of transition meetings up to this point, been on campus uh, every week, almost every week since I've been named uh, the 22nd president at the University of Central Oklahoma. But, uh, you know, I met with the, I think the first meeting I had was with the president of the Student Government Association. Uh, of course, I met with my cabinet already, and I met with uh, uh, some deans here and there. And I'll continue to have those transition meetings and here uh, learn more about what the challenges are. But it's been it's been a good week of settling in at UCO. And uh, the president of Southwestern, she was so kind to reach out to me and encourage me and congratulate me on this new position as well as the other regional institutions and uh, really all of higher ed. They've been been very welcoming and encouraging and exciting about. Uh, this opportunity for me to serve as as UCO's 22nd president. Well, we wish you the very best, and and God bless you in your work there, because that's certainly a vital and very important uh, institution in our system here in Oklahoma. It provides for the opportunity for a lot of young people to go to college that might not otherwise be able to do so. No You're absolutely right. And, and Harold, you, you said, part, part, go ahead. I was going to say, part, part of that um, significant Russo mission with our six regional universities you just said it, Harold. It's access, providing accessibility to students uh, that that may not be able to or may not want to travel further uh, to to other other colleges, universities. So the accessibility, and as Regent Turpin, uh, higher ed Regent, as he has been uh, singing and and uh, kind of uh, slamming his fist on the table for decades now, you got to have accessibility with affordability. We've got to make, make sure that the, the tuition does not get out of control, does not increase every year. Accessibility and affordability provide upward mobility for all the students. So, Mike, what is it? Move the tassel? The tassel is always worth the hassle. There you go. I say to Todd Lamb, I say to Diana Lovell over at Swazoo, and we got a 14% increase in higher ed funding this year from the legislature, from the governor. We're very grateful. That's one of the things we'll talk to Anthony more about, his advocacy in that regard. But I want to say about Todd Lamb real quick. You know this, Harold. We've all lived it together. But as lieutenant governor, for eight years, he went to all 77 counties. And his style of leadership was listen, learn, and lead. The whole state, all 77 counties. And now that's his style of leadership right there, you know, at UCO. You you heard him talk about he's listening to the students. He's listening to the listen, learn, and lead. And that's why Todd Lamb will be a great president at UCO at the right time. I mean, they needed a, you know, a good leader at the right time at UCO. And as you know, it's one of the biggest universities in the whole state. It is, very much so, which leads me into my question. This last week, uh, the Supreme Court ruled that affirmative action was no longer in effect, uh, breaking down that law, which has been in effect since uh, the 80s, so maybe even before that. I'm trying to remember what year they made the decision on that, affirmative action for universities. But tell us... What effect that's going to have? You're you're at the level of the higher board of regents, Todd. You're taking over as president. What does that mean in terms of your enrollment and acceptability of students? Todd, it's my take from talking to our chancellor Allison Garrett that this particular Supreme Court case won't have a big impact on Oklahoma's admission system requirements, 
criteria that that she believes in Oklahoma, the 25 public colleges and universities, which would include, you know, as we've already talked about, UCO, Swazoo, et cetera, their, their criteria is more based on things like uh, first-generation students, perhaps. Well, first-generation students, think about who they are. That means somebody has never gone to college in their whole family, and they're a first-generation college student. Well, that that is another way to pick up the whole idea of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, I'm not going to call it affirmative action. The court just ruled against that. And, and Justice John Roberts had a, had a good point in his opinion that said you can still put your race issue, the ramifications that race has had in your life, in your essay portion, how that's impacted your life, you know, how you've turned setbacks into comebacks, that sort of thing. So it can still be considered to a certain extent. In Oklahoma, though, I think every university gets to decide for themselves what their admission requirements are. And I'm not sure this Supreme Court opinion is going to have much impact on that. As long as we still focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion somewhat. And I know for some people, those are bad words. But I think for most people, we understand what diversity, equity, and inclusion means. It means inclusivity for everybody. Who could be against that? Well, and I think the main point of, of the, of the uh, ruling was that, that the 14th Amendment says everybody's supposed to be treated equally. And that, they, they, they really uh, made a big, strong point of that. Todd uh, Lamb, I know it's early going into this job. And you've got a lot on a lot of things on your plate, but has this entered your mind? I'm sure you've got to be thinking about this a little bit. What effect? Oh, absolutely. When the Supreme Court uh, ruled last week, knowing that this would be my first week on campus, uh, I set a meeting with our general general counsel at UCA. We have an in-house counsel, and to discuss this very issue with him. And then the second thing I did, I reached out to our vice president of advancement and student success which would be oversee uh, this uh, this topic, along with our vice president of uh, culture and people, just to see where wh- what are the stats right now, what are the numbers, where is UCO? And one thing that I've said early on in my, my early, very early on in my tenure here, I want UCO to be reflective of our neighborhood, our community, our history of the university, but also reflective of Oklahoma. And part of that, part of that is, of course, demographics and i'm proud to say that uco is reflective of what oklahoma looks like and mike mike let off i agree with what he said uh talking to chancellor garrett uh, i meet with her this week also uh, i don't think this decision is going to impact the colleges universities in oklahoma like it will some of the larger institutions and those historical institutions like a harvard or a yale or some schools like that so I, you, obviously it's at the, at the top of the list of people in your area, all both of your areas. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, there's another affirmative action. That's forgiving forgiveness of student loans. A lot of controversy about that decision. President Biden wants to come up with a plan that would still do some of that. So stay tuned. We'll talk about that coming up right after these messages. It's important to stay home for your medical supplies and medical needs. No need to go to Oklahoma City. Ask your doctor or medical provider to use or prescribe to Priority Home Medical Equipment. Fast local service. Major health equipment brands available. Priority Home Medical Equipment can personally assist you with all of your home medical equipment needs because they're locally owned and operated and have decades of experience. Priority Home Medical Equipment on South 30th Street in Clinton or find them at PriorityHomeMedicalEquipment.com. Escaping that summer heat can seem impossible. Is your unit working overtime to keep your home cool? Call Southwest Air and Heat, your local Linux dealer in Weatherford. 
Southwest Air and Heat and Linux are the trusted and experienced names for air conditioning in western Oklahoma. No matter the make or model, Southwest Air and Heat can service it. Call 772-8000. That's 772-8000. Perfect Air. Unmatched Care. That's Southwest Air and Heat, your local Linux dealer in Weatherford. The Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation Care Facility offers skilled nursing in a quiet setting of a small town. We pride ourselves with positive attitudes, and you can rest assured your loved one is receiving the most loving care possible. We offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy, and a wide range of planned activities on and off-site. Come join us for a tour of our facility at Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Binger Nursing Facility, the place for someone you love. The food was awful. The staff was rude. I left three messages, and they never called back. It takes one bad review like this to completely derail your business. Don't let these people write your story for you. Be in control of what is being said about you and write your own story. Think of it like buying insurance for your business. Protection against bad word of mouth. Radio advertising is the avenue you need to create a consistent, positive message. Let's brand your business together. Give me, Courtney Grable, a call at Write Broadcasting, and let's work together to write your future. Hi, I'm James with Western Equipment. Listen up any high school junior and senior and any parent or grandparent of any high school junior or senior. By your junior and senior year, it's time to start planning for a job. Right now, if you don't know what you want to do, check out the John Deere AgTech program through Western Equipment. It's a two-year program, and afterwards, we guarantee you a solid job at one of our 21 locations in Texas, Oklahoma, or New Mexico. Now is the time. Visit west-equip.com forward slash careers for more information to apply. Good morning. You're listening to the right time for Western Oklahoma. We have with us on the program today from Flashpoint, uh, Todd Lamb, and uh, we also have uh, Mike Turpin with us this morning. Good morning again if you just tuned in. And, guys, thank you so much for being on the program. Oh, sure. Pleasure. So uh, yeah. one of the other uh, rulings that came down related to the, the, the Biden plan to forgive uh, college debt, uh, it was executive order, that was uh, the, the Supreme Court ruled it was unconstitutional. That that uh, taking money out of the Treasury to do something like that basically was against uh, against the law. So uh, th- that's up to the legislature to make those decisions. Uh, Todd, talk first uh, about that and what effect uh, that has on on higher ed and uh, the programs you have going now. And and what do you think about the decision? Well. Uh Two things. The Supreme Court, as you just said, ruled it was unconstitutional. Uh, in addition to that, the, the practicality of uh, relieving or forgiving student debt, I, I just don't know practically how that would have been implemented. And this is one of those issues that uh, President Biden, I think his heart was in the right place, but there were even Democrats. I mean, this was not a partisan issue. Uh, as it headed toward the Supreme Court and as uh, the Congress and different state legislators have discussed it. So, uh, again, the practical application, whose debt do you forgive? Uh, How far back do you go? Just present students. What about the uh, the students that just paid off their debt a month ago, eight months ago, 18 months ago? I mean, where does that stop and where does that end? Um, In the long run, uh, a debt forgiveness uh, proposal like that could have literally jacked up tuition in the future. So um, I think it would have had a really challenging impact. Uh, the impact would have been very challenging in Oklahoma and higher ed all across the country. So uh, we'll, we'll pivot. We'll move forward. And I'll, I'll quote Regent Turpin again. He can speak for himself. He's on the show. But that's one thing I've admired about Mike for so many years. 
uh, I said over a decade now, he's passionate about making sure that tuition is not out of control and there's not just accessibility for our students in Oklahoma, but affordability. And that is, that is crucial to the future of our state and the future of our country, access to higher ed and affordability of higher education. Uh, Mike, uh, the, the, uh, the Democrats are really railing on this decision, blaming the conservative court for making the decision. Uh, what are your thoughts? You've been a supporter of Biden uh, all along. So is this something that you agree with uh, in terms of of uh, the, the decision, or you think that we should have something needs to be done about forgiving some of this debt? The latter. I, I think something needs to be done to forgive some of the debt. So, so some of these students can get on with their life and maybe buy a new car, maybe even buy a home, and, and, and perhaps not defer their marriage any longer. Uh, I, I speak with authority. I had student debt, and, and uh, I got through it, and Todd's right. I mean, I'm one of those that eventually paid it back. But I still don't mind other people getting a break along the way, you know, just like on PPP. We, you know, it, it raise your hand. You know, in right radio land, if, if you didn't get a PPP loan, I mean, a lot of people did, and it was all forgiven. So it, it's not the first time loans have been forgiven. And and it, it, it frustrates me that Biden is trying to find a way to give everybody, you know, similarly situated a break. And uh, I, I, he's still going to try to find a way to do it. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But one of the things I do, and, and, and Todd knows this, you know, I ask every college president, of our 25 public colleges and universities, you know, when they come in and ask for a tuition increase, okay, tell us what's the percentage of all your students last year that graduated with debt and, and what was that average debt? And, and I got to say, Oklahoma's pretty good in that regard, but I'm just telling you straight out, most of our colleges and universities, it's about, you know, 50-50, about half that group walking across the stage. The tassel's always worth the hassle, yes, but about half of them have, have student debt. And in Oklahoma, that, 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 that Student debt's usually about twenty five, thirty thousand, and like I said, they're not going to buy a new car, they're not going to buy a home, they're going to defer their marriages, add interest, and maybe penalties. That thirty becomes forty or fifty. Mine did. Mine became about fifty thousand. I had to pay it off. It took me twenty years to pay it off, and I'd like to see people get get a break on this. And, and I'm almost through, but talk to Jeff Barong. Jeff Barong is right there in Right Radio Land. He's got an insurance agency in Weatherford, and he just created a two page addendum to the Democratic Party platform. And it's all about education, jobs, and justice, and inclusivity, and respect. And, and he talks in his, I'm going to call it a Democratic Party Magna Carta, about giving these kids a break on student debt. Get by his agency over there and ask him for a free copy of the Democrat Party Magna Carta that he wrote that is now used statewide on the Democratic Party platform. Jeff Barong, Insurance Agency, Westford. I'm not advertising. I'm saying go get a free copy of a very positive document about what Democrats are trying to do to help people in Oklahoma. Go ahead, Harold. Well, I, you know, I understand that. But going back to the PPP, I don't think that's uh, honestly a very good comparison because people went, businesses went into that knowing that if they met certain qualifications, keeping their employment and paying their employees during the time when business was down, that they could get that loan forgiven. Whereas with the college loan, like I had debt in college, I had to pay it back like you, Mike. Uh, and yeah, I, I presume uh, other people did. My daughter still, I think, has some debt from OU Law School uh, because mm-hmm. she's a public servant and she doesn't make as much money as she could have made in private practice. That's a whole other story. But anyway, the point I'm making is these kids go into that with the idea that they're going to pay that money back. Are, are we teaching them 
uh, the, the, the the right process or lesson by forgiving a debt that they agreed to pay. Harold, um, for student debt relief anywhere we can find it, and and I'm frustrated. When, you know, I, I'm frustrated when we get into arguments like this because, you know, uh, let, let me go off on a quick rant, and you got to stop me. When, when it comes to abortion, you know, you, 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 Republicans are generally against abortion, even when we're trying to save a life of mother. When it comes to immigration, Republicans are against immigration, even though we need more workers in America because America works. When it comes to DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, most Republicans are against it, even though we need we instead of me. When it comes to transgender, transgender children, Republicans are against it, even though I'm trying to give them a break. When it comes to ARPA, American Rescue Plan Act, Republicans are against it. They didn't even vote for it. OSU just spent $38 million this past week over in Tulsa to create a brand-new Tulsa Launchpad Center. I mean, I'm telling you, you know, when it comes to student debt relief, I'm for it. They're against it. I know what I'm for. You know, I worry that my Republican friends, not Todd Lamb, but the Republican Party generally, we know what they're against. We just don't know what they're for, except for AR-15s in everybody's hands. Oh, come on, American Mike. guns over American <laughs> lives. Are you kidding me? Please stop me before oh, I go off you, You're just rant. way out there. I'm so, you know, I appreciate where you're coming uh, from. I'm but I'm not. I am. That's what your show's for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. But we appreciate your thoughts. I just got to tell you that most people on the street that I talk to feel like that forgiveness of student loans is uh, something we shouldn't do. But, that's but just, these are the same people that initiated the tax credit for private schools. So I don't understand this. This is kind of talking I knew you'd get off on that. Yeah, See, Mustafa's been on handouts, a Handouts are handouts. And we have a no, president Mustafa, set. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're talking about what, what are you talking about? I'm talking you know, about the $6,000 that most of these people qualify so that they can send their children to another school other than a public school. It used to be their decision to pay for it. And now we've found a way in the great state of Oklahoma to help these people pay for private school tuition. I think that's a handout that was absolutely unnecessary. There you you sound like a Democrat. <laughs> you sound like a liberal Democrat. My gosh, what's going on, Harold? I'm an independent, been that away 30 years since Ross Perot. Here's the problem is Mustafa sent his kids to private school down there. And I paid for it, Dad. He had to pay every penny. And the colleges down there are not much cheaper either. Uh, TCU is very expensive. The University of Texas, in which my son happened to be black, and I'm sure he got in on a plan other than affirmative action. Well, Todd, you should be in quiet this morning. What's the deal? Hey, Mustafa, Mustafa, let's, let's let's get away from the argument to the solution. Okay. If, if, your, if, your, you if your children are still, are they still in school? Have I got a deal for you? Boy. I know of a university that is less expensive than TCU, <laughs> and I know another university, the same university, that is much less expensive than the University of Texas. My. It's closer to Weatherford. It's a better education. And by golly, we had a lot cooler mascot than a horn frog. So bring him to UCO. I'll make him a Bronco. Save you some money and yeah, give these, them a better education. These kids, I wish that my you. wife got her master's degree at UCO. Thank you, Todd Lamb. I, I wish I was there. I mean, I wish this was a proposal 30 years ago when they were in college. <laughs> but my, my, my granddaughter's at the University of San Francisco, and that's not much cheaper either out in California. Tell me. I'm sure it's not. And so, well, gentlemen, we're out of time. Can you believe it? No, I can't <laughs> believe it. I, I want to hear more from Bastavos and his children and where they are and what they're doing. Well, they've, they've, all, existed, they've so. all done very Come well. Come man. And we've had to pay for it in this great country, and I think the handouts would probably be a crutch in about 50 years from now. We'll find out all they these little handouts did nothing but hurt. 
Yeah, PPP, man. But if you handed it out, if you handed it out, and Mike has a good point here, and I'm going to say that what's the difference? Handout is a handout, but I will say that I would expect the Republicans to come up with a plan. Tell me what you want to do. I know what you're against, and I got that out of Mike's rant, and I like that. You know, we know how things won't work. I want to know how things will work. We got to make that happen. So that's it. Thank you, brother. Yeah, God's talking back. And I just want you to know, as you go on vacation this summer, remember this. Times beat things. Times beat things. And time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. we got to go recharge our batteries. Uh, you're right. And, and remember, my 4F Club, faith, family, friends, and finances. Come on. That's all you got to do to balance your life. Faith, family, friends, and finances. Todd Lamb's heard it too many times. Thank you. We're out of time. Thank you all for being on the show today. We'll look forward to seeing Anthony Moore on Flashpoint this Sunday on the uh, K4, right? It's going to happen. All right. It's going to happen. Thank Thanks. you. Todd, thank you, and good luck. Todd Lamb's off the hook. They're all off the hook. Thank you. There you go. Very interesting show this morning, and uh, we'll be back with local and area news right after this message. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.